0: Bruce Newberry. The Food Dude. Well, we've got a sizzling grill here, and yours will be sizzling before long at your broadcast bistro, and I hope that somewhere in that cookout this weekend, you're going to include some Gaspar's, because nothing says good times like Gaspar's, linguiça, and churris sizzling hot on your grill. It's summertime, because the Gaspar family knows how to make these amazing sausages seasoned just right, made with lean cuts of quality meats, has been since 1923 in southern New England. So simple, just slice Gaspar's, linguiça, or churris in half lengthwise, get them going on a good hot grill, serve on a great roll Bowl. There's Gaspar's linguica. It's hearty. Gaspar's chorizos. It's hot. Linguica dogs, chorizos dogs, Andouille sausage, turkey linguica, kilbasa. Build a whole cookout around Gaspar's, and so many families do. And don't even think of having a clam bake or clam boil without Gaspar's, the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. Hey, Ted Caruso's happy 4th.
1: Happy 4th, my friend. How are you today? I
0: am good. Uh, boy, I can't believe it's the 4th of July.
1: Well, I know. I'd love to say it's, time's been flying by, but uh, being in the restaurant business during post-COVID, that's not necessarily always the case.
0: Hey, time <laughs> has been weighing heavy on people like yourself because there was a dark period there.
1: Yeah, well, it was longer. I mean, I, I, it's funny. There are certain things that you just remember, right? Everybody remembers where they were when, let's say, JFK, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. was shot, or the Challenger blew up, or yes. whatever, you know, or you know, the nine eleven. But I can tell you vividly where I was. I was in the restaurant when they shut us down, meaning they, you know, the pandemic. They declared the
0: whole state of emergency, the. and off you went.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it was like yesterday, even though it was like 12 weeks, you know, you don't know what day it is, perhaps, but you certainly remember, you know, the feeling and then what what you're doing. And when it happened, you only thought, well, it'd be a couple of weeks. I mean, honestly, I don't know the severity. If everybody was thinking it'd be months. Um, I don't think anybody thought it was going to be
0: months. Yeah. Two weeks, three weeks, maybe a month
1: yeah exactly and so you know in 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 that interim everything has changed you know for now you go back to your favorite restaurant and even though hopefully a lot of your favorite uh, staff members are there um the energy is different um i was just talking to a buddy of mine who went to a a, 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 another friend's restaurant uh he he was like oh i finally got in there because they're at limited capacity and it just um it, the energy level was different. It, mm. You know, when you're running at 50% and you're going to people watch or you're going to watch the boats or whatever you're trying to do, um, it, it's just something about the aura that's different. And that's that, a great I think,
0: point. That, that's a great point that hasn't really been talked about. I mean, it. I was saying to somebody that, my idea of a good time is not to be waited on by somebody with a face shield and a surgical gown and uh, gloves. I mean, I'm not going to have my gallbladder out. I'm here to have a meal, but that's, that's the, that's what is going on in some places in other places. It's at least a mask and it's all the considerations. And especially if you're coming in new, People are yep. being very tentative, very detail oriented because you don't want to leave out anything because it, it it's vital now. I mean, if you forget a step, if you didn't wrap the silverware, if you touch the dish, I mean, right. now you have to start all over again and everybody's super conscious of every last move. Right, right.
1: And, and you know, your staff, you got to take into consideration one your staff their circumstances and even the guests um you know a lot of i look in the parking lot a lot of -of out-of-state plates a lot of people that are on vacation um you know and they you know we take for granted what someone we take for granted the rules and regulations because we hear them all the time Mm -hmm. but sometimes people come from out of state they don't have as strict guidelines. And so you can't really fault them when they're walking up to the door and they realize that they don't have a mask on. And then you kind of have to ask them to go grab it. And they're very polite and courteous and what have you, but it's just like, I'm like in my head, like where have you guys been for
0: 12 weeks? <laughs> <It's true.
1: laughs> Everywhere you go on every, you know, little scroll that they have on every news channel. It says, you know, the, the, the governor declared wearing a mask. And I guess, Charlie Baker just did it recently <laughs> yeah. um, uh, as he reopened his, his, you know, his phases of reopening. So, you know, y- your staff can get very riled up and very nervous. Um, you know, they take care of their, their frontline workers, right? I mean, they are. certainly, certainly it's not like, you know, they're not doctors or anything of that nature or nurses, but as uh, f- uh, you know, frontline nurturers, if you will, uh, as a server, They're out there and, you know, they get nervous and you can't fault them. They got to go home to their little baby. They got to go home to take care of the grandparent or whoever, you know, they got to take care
0: of. It's still very, very treacherous. You're so So, right. Yeah. You're so So, right.
1: Especially with all these spikes and everything that's coming in. I mean, we're a big vacation hotspot. I cringe when I walk down to Newport. Just because we're outside, I guess what I'm saying is people think we're outside and we're walking near the boats or whatever. Yes, that's true. When you go outside for your walk, you don't wear necessarily a, a mask. But the reality is that uh, when you're in Newport and you're walking outside and there's another hundred people right around you walking outside, it's kind of, tr- that's treacherous. That's it's kind
0: a of, little kind of risky. Rage. And yeah. and you're actually, we just heard in the, in the governor of Rhode Island's briefing just very recently that the actual requirement is you are supposed to wear a mask outside if you can't be six feet away. So, to your point about walking down a sidewalk in Newport, it's a little tough yeah. to stay six feet apart. Uh, hey, well, then, it, the, the
1: sidewalk's on six feet wide. Exactly. The, the other problem. Maybe yeah. Bellevue <laughs> Avenue up there, but not, on, not downtown.
0: Not da- sure. not where everybody wants to be, and certainly not right. along the nice places right. to walk, right. either along the wharves or down in the cliff walk or right. down uh, that way. I mean, yeah, so, so it gets to be difficult. And when you take that and you take that image and you take that mindset, and bring it into a confined space an intimate space like yep. we know in a restaurant i mean right. when it's so ironic because same governor's briefing she was talking about how the bars have to really be careful and they can't really operate as bars they have to have table service and right. and sitting like that and i said i said wait a minute i'm sure that the average people person that is going to a bar today is saying if i want to sit across the table from one person i'll go get married i'm not going to go to a bar right, <laughs> so, right. well
2: think
1: about that and think about how that impacts your capacity right yes. so you're a single person sitting at a table that now could literally have two or three other people at it is my point sure right uh, um so you're you eating up your capacity and you're cutting whatever is already a half capacity by another third for example So, I mean, this is just playing havoc with everybody's numbers. And I guess it is.
0: And it's a challenge, again, with the ambience, the atmosphere, the energy that now we realize, again, because it's gone, we realize how important that is to the dining out experience. Yeah. The, the, engagement when the server comes over hi i'm mimi i'm gonna take care of you today well mimi's behind a mask and now now what do we do and being very very careful and cautious as he should and she should and so now that but that takes away from the energy it sucks the energy out of the room and away from the table and we really that's what we that's what we really are looking for again. What's but that's in, why
1: you're going out, right? That's you're why going you're going
0: out energy. because you, you can't get that, that at home. Yes,
1: yes, it's not there. Yes. You know, like I have regulars, uh, you know, some of them, like I've got this gentleman, Sid Williams, who's been uh, uh, coming since we first opened. He's 92 years old, an amazing man. Uh, he just got his Ph.D. at 92. Imagine that. Wow. Right. Our wow. Ph.D. at 92. I want to go and give him a hug. I haven't seen him I in, in two months and I can't for his own sake. I can't just cause I don't know where I, I mean, I know where I've been, but I don't know being with other frontline personnel, of course, um, you know, at any given time. So we take precautions constantly. I take my temperature four times a day. I, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, any little ache, I'm kind of checking my symptoms. Uh, it's just what it is. I mean, um, and it's a lousy way to, I mean, that is an extra, layer of stress that all these frontline people um, feel as well. I mean, you know, it all kind of accumulates on on your psyche. But anyways, I mean, let's try and uh, try and look for better days. Um,
0: Well, it, um, it, it at least is, the best time of the year we have uh, summertime going on here we just started the summer the days are already getting shorter by minutes each day but it is the best time the sun's high in the sky somewhere up there and it's certainly this weekend it has finally made its uh, reemergence. and so here we are fourth of july and we do really get to enjoy eventually the best of why we choose to live here or maybe come to vacation here,
1: right Right. And a lot of that centers around the, uh, obviously the bounty of the table, yes. the seasonality of the foods. Like, you know, uh, I don't really do lobster salad much or lobsters in general, but I always long for it right around the, the summertime yeah. when it gets kind of hot, and sticky and humid. Uh, the other day I had Little Nicks. I don't know why I was in the mood for it. So nice. I went to home and I did like a clam boil. I mean, but that's what people, when people think summer and heat, they think cold beer. They think uh, uh, cold seafood, um, you know, fried clams, they fish and chips, all the things that are notoriously, no. Uh, you know, uh, clam cakes. Unfortunately, I don't offer clam cakes because if I can't do them 100% well, I, I don't I don't do not it. I leave it to the professionals. But, but um, you know, I make great uh, fish and chips, great lobster salad. And so that's what people long for in the summertime, you know, and, and um, especially if you've been cooped up at home. And those are things that really you don't do at home. Right. You you don't really fry up uh, fish and chips. At that's home. right. You don't really do clams or make a lobster salad. It's a lot of work to make the lot, boil the lobsters, chill the lobsters, crack the lobsters, make the salad. Right. It's a lot of steps to get that's only right. a third, a third of, of, of the, you know, the edible portion out of the <laughs> out of the critter. So. So it's 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 a little bit of a challenge. But well, you so and I so talked
0: about that. That's it. And you and I talked about that when we first reopened and we were talking about what people were craving during yep. all of the time when they were in quarantine and they said fish and chips and fried yep. clams and all of the things all, that they all really the couldn't stuff fix. That they
1: just won't do at
0: home. That's it right. doesn't
1: matter how fresh your fish is. You don't want the cleanup, you don't want the oil splatter, you don't want the mess. That's right. And so that's why you go to places uh, that, that, that know, know how, how to, to do, do it. it and, 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 you know, no no hassle, no, no headache. I do want to mention one thing, though. It's funny because, you know, we talked a little bit uh, previously about uh, what's going on and, uh, you know, kind of feel like in a dire straits, if you will. But here's the reality. We got our first health inspection since we reopened. With the Rhode Island Department of Health, and they came in and immediately started going through the place. And I, I wanted to say, we I'm very happy that we passed with flying colors. Nice, but but my point is that they're out there, they're doing these inspections in mass. They're checking for contact tracing. They're making sure that you have the sanitizer. They're out there enforcing preventatively or proactively, I should say to make sure that these businesses are complying, which I think is important. I've said it before and I think we've discussed it multiple times that guests need to feel comfortable that where they're going that they're following procedures and safety protocols. Once enough of these people are doing that, then they might lack or cut back somewhat on, you know, staff wearing masks. My mm-hmm. I had heard that perhaps the, the staff um, and capacity should get back to a better place by uh, end of August. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or not, but I heard it through the pipeline where perhaps staff will not, you know, uh, have to wear masks in August. Now, I don't know if that'll be a backlash, meaning, hey, listen, uh, I've kind of gotten used to that. and I want to make sure that, you know, you're following protocol. Sure. I don't know. But uh, the good thing is that the Department of Health is out there. They're doing their job. They're really on top of things. Um, they had asked and they go up to random, not only just me, but they went up to random staff. And they were quizzing, quizzing them no you know, to make sure that they answered the right answers. And they were a hundred percent on it. So I'm very proud of my staff. Excellent. For working so hard. And I think that's kind of, that kind of due diligence is what needs to be happening on a regular basis with all the restaurants out there. By doing that, it just creates this credibility that you're going to be okay. And it over time, We'll get back to normal, but the, as long and, and confidence in the place you're going to, right? That's the most important thing. That's
0: what we the must confidence have. Confidence. That's so. what we must have. And the way we started talking about some of the sort of, uh, sort of, uh, extreme measures that some places are taking here that will ease back as we find that what we are doing works and so we can we can just manage what it is that we're doing and know that we're doing the best practices uh so yeah eventually eventually the mask will come off or maybe you only wear it when you are actually serving and putting the food or something in front of someone and yep. getting close to somebody like that. And again, it'll become, it'll become part of the routine the same way that a lot of other of the habits that we, that we know today have, uh, become habits. I mean, we didn't used to do a yep. lot of the things that we, uh, that we do today or that yep. we did back before March, Right. Right. And, right. and uh, which, which it was feels so long while. ago, doesn't it? Crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I was Bad talking job, with someone man. about something that happened a year ago or in the beginning of the, the, the winter or the beginning of the year or something. And it was like light years ago. Yep.
1: Yep. But uh, but anyways, on to better days, uh, you know, support. Uh, again, I, I encourage everybody out there to slowly but surely support your favorite restaurants, wherever they may be. And uh, just know that there are a lot of good people out there working. For, for They want you to be safe. They want you to be happy. And they want that energy level back. Um, and, you know, you can't have the energy level without a, a certain level of or mass of people. Um, and we'll get there. Um, but uh, just remember uh, to, to go out as often as you can and support your local restaurants. Yes. And, uh, and that way they'll be around to support you when you need it. Because, you it, oh, it is a mental health. I call it a mental health mental health
0: day. It is. Just
1: being with other people than your regular clients. Uh, uh you know the, your regular uh you can like normally see That's is healthy right. for you. you you need to get out there you i need. love my family but you know sometimes you need a break
0: <laughs> and they say the same about you
1: <laughs> i am sure of it i can guarantee that that there's no doubt about that my friend
0: <laughs> what hours are you open this weekend Ted, at the Blue? Park? yeah so we're
1: open uh eight to eight um Six days a week and then eight to three on Sundays. And I don't see that really changing for the foreseeable future. Okay. Um, we'll see how, um, uh, so, you know, with reservations. The, the funny thing is when people call ahead with reservations, you know what your numbers will be or you'll know, you know. So if things are trending that people are having late reservations, we usually stay open later if we can to, to accommodate them. Obviously, we want to be there for our guests Great. Uh, wherever we can. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's probably what it'll be for the foreseeable future, at least for the next 8 to 10 weeks, um, which is still pretty good. I mean, you know, still 12-hour days. Sure um, you know, the convenience factor, but I see a lot of places, you know, and again, just check the websites for places. I think that's the biggest thing for most people. Just check the website, give them a call. You got to make a reservation anyway, just to verify what their hours will be. Cause I, I made the mistake of just going to a place where I thought it would be open and, and it wasn't,
0: and I was mm. a little disappointed,
1: which is fine. You know, and I, sh- and I said, shame on me. I know better and I didn't need to do it. So it's just like anything else, a new habit.
0: You've so got it, and we'll, and we'll learn, and we'll get used to it, and uh, this will be all done with in in its time, and it'll be, yep. we'll look back on it at some point, I really believe I'll tell it.
1: you, I've never been proud to be a Rhode Islander. I think, uh, I know everybody can complain about it until you're, you're in a position of power. I think Gina Raimondo's done a great job communicating everything to people. I mean, when you look at other states and where they're at, yes, I mean, I'm a small business owner, we took a hit. A lot of others, just like me, have taken hits. But uh, when you look at the numbers in hindsight, we're much lower and a better place than most places. Um, And so that's all because of the leadership and the follow through and the fact that we're a small state, obviously. Right. I mean, right. uh, But even as a small state, we're all concentrated in big areas. So it could have been a real mess, to be honest with you.
0: No, it's true. We do have some concentrations of people and it could have been a heck of a lot worse.
1: Yeah, so you know we got to we got to just thank our lucky stars. Uh, It it is bad, but it could have been much worse, and thank God, uh, you know we're we're one of the only few ones that have 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 had declines. So let's keep up the good work, everybody.
0: You've got it all right. Well, we (laughs) will see you soon, uh, my friend. Thank you very very much. Thank
1: you always. Have a great Fourth. The food dude.
0: So let's roll on this hey Ted Tomlinson <laughs> the spanked puppy amazing lobster roll and a whole bunch of them yeah I hear that the lobster rolls everybody keeps buying them up
2: it's a good problem to have we are flying through them um, we're doing the hot lobster roll which you know I know we've covered this and there is huge and fierce debates yes on um, which is considered a lobster roll so I think the true lobster roll is the Connecticut style which is just a hot buttered frankfurter roll with hot lobster and butter for dipping and i think the term for a new england lobster roll i don't think it's a, a lobster is a lobster salad roll
0: yes yeah, some people will qualify it and, and say lobster salad roll and you immediately know that that's the chilled lobster that is mixed with a little mayo and a little lemon and sometimes celery and sometimes not yeah maybe a little lettuce in the bun and off you go
2: yes and i i, I was recently i was talking to somebody about you know, we used to do, obviously, we're not now, but uh, we do a cornhole league. And uh, it is just, some people say it's called cornhole, and some people say it's called beanbag toss. <laughs> and they are just as, I don't want to say crazy, but we'll say opinionated on those terminology, just like the people, we will get people that will call, I'd like to get your lobster roll. And so, you know, the girls say, do you want the hot or the cold? Oh, no, 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 I said a lobster roll. I said roll, a lobster roll. the really? hot. I didn't say a
0: lobster silent roll. I didn't say a New England oh, style yes. roll. Yes, <laughs> there you go. I I had I put this up on Facebook last week, and when kind of lobster season has been going. Although I have to say that uh, lobster season started a lot earlier this year, but more on that in a minute. So I asked that question. Well, what what do you call that? lobster salad roll i mean do you call it a main lobster roll because in rhode island they're not real thrilled about calling uh, rhode island something made with rhode island lobster a main lobster roll uh, <laughs> i never thought about that so and so i got this whole lecture on facebook well the main lobster roll is chilled and it described how it was made And the connecticut one is this and so it it again miss the point because walk into a a seafood place for example walk into the spank puppy and you say i want a maine lobster roll and you're going to say okay uh get on route two and go about uh, (laughs) 150 (laughs) miles east and you'll end up in maine (laughs) and go get it and go get it (laughs) this is not maine so you can have a vermont lobster roll (laughs) so we use Maine (laughs) lobsters there you go all right so you're at least closer to it
2: we're trying to be. Lobster prices skyrocketed. I think they're coming down now a little bit, but um, when when we started, we started a lobster roll in Maine. They were through the roof, I and, and I, I don't obviously, you're, you're much closer to the lobster industry than I am, um, but I'm assuming because nobody was going out and fishing, I could be wrong, uh, I, I, the prices skyrocketed. Now they're coming down a little. They are bit, coming a
0: down $1. a lot. In fact, there's just a story this week that uh i was going to um, talk about this week on the on the show it came uh, the story broke last week that lobster, rices, uh, lobster prices are actually falling and uh f- particularly from maine where the lobster industry is kind of based and it's a supply chain issue it's uh, a fact that a lot of restaurants close their doors and so the demand went down. And so some of the prices went down. The catch picks up in the summer. And so when that happens, there'll be a lot more supply. So the state will come down. Uh, as of last week, uh, people were paying as little as uh, $6 a pound in some Maine markets. And prices around 8 or $9 a pound are typical of this month in Maine.
2: Wow, I wonder if- uh, But
0: now I'm seeing, uh, hang on, there's more. Uh, many fishers are seeing prices of two to $3 per pound at the docks. Gee. So all you have to do is drive to to a Portland or someplace <laughs> like that, right? And you'll, you'll spend two or $3 a pound. Of course, you'll have to spend, well, you won't have to spend as much on gas to get there as you did, because gas is down too. Right.
2: Well, there's a guy here in Vermont, uh, actually, I'm sure there's more than one, but one that I know of, and uh he has a specially designed uh tanker truck of sorts and he he when he goes he drives up uh once every couple of days Mm -hmm. and he gets his lobster fresh from maine and he uh has a siphon and he siphons the ocean water right in and and so uh when he sells it he has tanks that it's the same water from uh, you know fishery to to plate nice same water he, he does it um i I'm, I'm interested if the demand of lobsters gone down uh and so they're not farming as catching as many lobsters as they normally would i wonder if the population is going to rebound and we're going to get to see some of those great big seven eight pound lobsters you know well, that's a
0: good point i wonder if we will start seeing some of those huge guys the lobster zillas that you used to see every once in a while that's a good question it looks like right now that it's been a combination of things and the fishermen have just not been able to go out uh, due to the coronavirus and all of that and so now they're getting back out like everybody else and so it'll be interesting to see uh how the catch picks up and if it picks up or if it if it picks up it doesn't pick up as much and uh all of that and so the, they call it the landings, and the landings are relatively low right now, but uh, they think that there may be more lobster coming in, so the price could actually stay down for maybe and the I rest had, of the season.
2: I had heard or read um, at the beginning of the week that China's lobster demand is way down as well, so a lot of that lobster that's getting caught on our shores here may stay domestic, which I'm excited about.
0: Me too. Absolutely, me too. The thing I've noticed, and I've said this to a few people, and you tell me because you're closer to her than I am, but I don't remember seeing as much demand for lobster on the part of the consumer as early in the season as I did this year. That
2: shocked us. Um, so we usually so we uh planned on having our lobster roll a it, for one, it was price, you know we, we looked at the beginning of May. the weather quite hadn't broken yet it was still up in the air with all the, the, the COVID and the price was just prohibitive. And, you know, it just didn't seem like the right timing. And and I kept telling, you know, our chefs, you know, the, the price will drop and the weather is going to break. And it's one of those things where once you start getting a few of those 70 degrees, you know, right in a row, it just like a light switch. And we had a dozen restaurants within five miles of us, that just started hammering their lobster rolls the first week of May. And I know for a fact they were paying extremely high prices. Right. Uh, the, the weather hadn't broken and they were selling them in gangbusters. So we actually got caught kind of behind that. And we went a couple weeks earlier and it just, we sold out of, I think that first week we sold 30 pounds of lobster, 40 pounds of lobster yeah. and we, we weren't prepared for it at all. You're entirely correct. It caught us. Completely from by surprise,
0: and the other thing is, well, the thing of it is, when you were getting asked so much because the demand is what was driving it, did you get the sense that it was a luxury and a splurge and an indulgence that people kind of felt like they could they could handle? It wasn't that they were entitled to it, but it was a way that they could maybe get a little fancy and uh, still. Do work within the confines Of the takeout which is what we were doing Then did you find that
2: I I will give you a second Thought which is my thought uh, I didn't think it was a luxury I thought that it was um, Kind of an anchor Of normalcy I think everything was So much in flux And and, and nobody knew you, had to, you couldn't go out to the grocery store right. Some restaurants you know, That whole schedule was done and I felt like The lobster roll was the first kind of nostalgic something that said okay something is going to be normal it's summer it's a it's a food item just like with creamies or soft serve as you guys call them Yeah. um you know that with, with that first maple creamy okay this one i can sink my teeth into this is a little slice of normal i think the lobster roll my instinct was the lobster roll was just give us something normal that we're expecting. There you go. <laughs> but it could be, just like you said, it was a luxury ad.
0: Well, you know, I think you're onto something with the sense of normalcy because we were nostalgic. We were looking for anything that was familiar and that could bring us back home. And at the same time that the lobster rolls were flying out of places, uh, the creamies were flying out of the places and you were doing some great business with some ice cream specialties from Village Scoop. Uh, You were just going crazy with some of those.
2: Well, that was, again, you know, I, I wish I could take credit. Most of the credit for this goes to my wife.
0: Huh. Um, as well I, should. As,
2: as everything else does, right? I usually just get in the way. Um, so that the ice cream business, um, they were really struggling. The, a village scoop, their owners are great friends of ours. They're, you know, within walking distance of our place. Um, and they were really struggling with how to implement everything with the COVID regulations, you know, it, in may was a lot more restrictive than it is now so they just had a, a huge inventory that they didn't know how they were going to move and um so they were coming in or i think they came by to pick up right yeah just before dining mm-hmm. and uh, they were just talking about it and my wife said well why don't we just sell it as an add-on dessert here and uh we sold out of i think we bought i don't know eight hundred dollars worth of cakes that first week nice and sold out of it in a weekend
0: i you, uh, you blasted through it in a weekend i was following your progress
2: and to be honest with you we didn't that wasn't really a, a money maker for us but it helped our neighbors out in yeah. return they were you know featuring our food on their page there so you go. um and then they snapped open and uh they've now got their lines you know stretching around the block and uh they're doing just fine. It was a nice little partnership. Um, and uh, it was surprising for all of us. They, those cakes were amazing. I mean, they're, you eat one of those slices of ice cream cake, and you're binding yourself to a treadmill for. A
0: year or so. <laughs> talk about an indulgence so i think we're on to something and some common ground between both of those things uh, I, I really do and it got us through you know we needed it and it got us through and uh, so here we are on um, we're off and running with summer and uh, now we're hopefully waiting for some more kind of normal type things like the corn to come up and the berries to come in and uh things like that
2: so this is what we're um doing uh for this summer is now because outdoor seating is going to be here to stay Mm -hmm. it's kind of a lifeblood where um people are much more comfortable eating outside right now the weather's beautiful but there's uh whether it's an actual lower risk or a perceived lower risk uh people really are more comfortable eating outside so our model is shifting outside so we're focusing on Uh, Outdoor barbecue. You know we're building an an outdoor kitchen, so we've got this outdoor char grill. We're going to do some outdoor steam pots for uh, seafood boils, crawfish boils, clam bakes, stuff like that. So our menu, all the way to the end of summer, now on the weekends is going to be focused on outdoor barbecue stuff. You know ribs, steaks, half chickens, stuff like that, and um, hopefully we can uh, turn our backyard into the community backyard
0: sounds good to me you you could even call it that come to the community backyard at the spanked puppy
2: it's the best kept secret of colchester nobody knows it's there and you drive by it 300 times a
0: day it's true no you're absolutely right and boy it sounds like the place to be this summer so why not and you know what there's still a lot of summer to go even with school starting earlier and all of that so i think we're going to be okay well, it sounds good to me, and it sounds like we found our place to hang out for the rest of the summer in the in the backyard at the Spank Puppy.
2: Absolutely. We can, uh, can seat right now up to 67, so call early.
0: <laughs> right.
2: And uh, all the tables are, uh, they're all eight feet apart. Um, we're taking reservations. We sanitized. We found this great product um, uh, called Vital Oxide. It's extremely mild, uh, but it has a seven-day kill time. Uh, we sanitize everything three times a week. Um, so we're doing everything we can to make sure that uh, everybody's healthy and uh, and safe. And uh, but you've got plenty of space to be outside and enjoy the weather and uh, have some great barbecue, a delicious lobster roll, some good prime rib, and live music on the weekends.
0: All right, yes, the live music is making lots of friends. That's fantastic, and it's great for the musicians because they're it's putting those guys back to work.
2: Yeah, we are. We're very lucky to have a phenomenal. I, we're only doing solo acts, a couple, um, you know, husband and wife teams. Um, they didn't have anything. All, they lost all of their gigs. Every musician I talked to oh, lost yeah. everything, uh, all the way till the end of the year. You know, weddings, private parties, right. company parties, it's all gone. So, um, it's uh, we're glad to help.
0: And well, you we're are they're, helping they're more than. More than you know, my friend. You bet. Uh, all at the spanked puppy, and uh, this is terrific. Well, uh, we're hopefully going to get back out on the road, so we'll make it a point to see you before the summer is through.
2: Well, I don't know, Bruce. If you keep losing weight, you're going to turn sideways, and I'll miss you. So,
0: <laughs> don't worry about that. I I'll, I figure a few feeds of uh, barbecue and a couple of lobster rolls, and I'll be uh, <laughs> I'll be back in fighting <laughs> weight before I know it. <laughs>
2: Well, I miss you. I miss you. Uh, I see you in person. So as soon as you can, uh, get back on the road, uh, we'd love to have you in. Um, as soon as they're, uh, they can let you do cross borders and whatnot, you're always welcome.
0: You bet. I'll see you soon. All right, Ted. Take hey, care. Have a, have a great fourth. Thanks very much. You too. Bruce Newberry. The Food Dude.